Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. In 2 Corinthians 9 verse 7, even in our givings, giving of tithes, giving of offerings, uh, sacrifices, he doesn't want you to do it like the pastor is forcing you. God loves a cheerful giver. Can we have that on screen? Second Corinthians 9, 7. It says, so let each one give as he what? Purposes in his heart. Not what? Yeah. Or of? For God loves a cheerful giver. So you join those scriptures together, especially from Isaiah 1, 19 uh, and 20, 19 especially. It says, if you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. They will eat the good of the land. The best opportunities, the openings. I pray that the angels of God will bring you to your coffers in Jesus name. There is good in every land. And I pray that you will not be tasting the evil of the land in the name of Jesus Christ. I was privileged to be at the 78th birthday of one of our elders in church yesterday, briefly. And I said, the first thing we must do is gratitude. This is seven decades. That means you have seen many things. And you escaped. You saw the civil war. <laughs> he laughed. You must have seen accidents. People having accidents. There are many things you crossed. To be alive. And he was looking vibrant at 70. That means there is good in the land. Evil happens at various times. You can't stop it. You pray against it. We develop as a nation. But while we are at it, I stand as a servant. Declaring that you will not be a victim of darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. You will eat the good of the land. And you will be part of the people that will cause the land to experience goodness. Like Joseph, through you, the land will experience goodness. The land will experience mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. Willingness. When we ask that we do soul winning, it's part of our kingdom assignment. You do it willingly, not grudgingly. You can bring 10 people to church grudgingly and there's no blessing because they said so. When it's time for um, anything, following up on people, singing, teaching, whatever you are doing, do it willingly. And then obedience has um, two major parts. Obeying the word of God. Can I see your Bible? So, obeying the word of God. Let's, let's assume this is the Bible, you know. Obeying the word. What the word says you should do. If the word says you should forgive your husband, you do it, what? Willingly. You can obey and not be willing. And it's a heart condition. Obeying the tenets of scripture, please do it willingly. And then obedience as another part of the things that God talks to you about personally. That one is even more crucial. There are directions that God will bring to you. It could be as simple as you are in the choir and the Holy Ghost is telling you as you are praying for next year that I would prefer you to go and work in the media for 2022. 
He can tell you that. Because he's your Lord. He's not just your Savior. He's your what? <laughs> Someone will say, he's my Lord and Savior. Many people live on the Savior part. The Lord part means, I am at your command. So you now migrate from praise gang to media gang. Now when you now are at media gang, you should be ganging in the media willingly. You can be there and your eyes still in the gang praise. You can be there and be murmuring and that whole year, no result. I said, but I obeyed you, Lord. No, you obeyed, but you are not willing. I'm talking about liking whatever God tells you to do because he will never mismanage your life. I graduated as the best in my class and I was offered jobs. But God called me. And the time God called me, I mean, people get calls now easily because they see churches prospering. Even when they say a little flash, they say God has called me. In a time when God calls you, your parents, they subtly react because it's like, I've lost this one. After all the money spent on education. So I had to abandon the certificate as it were and follow God's calling 20 years ago. And I remember I had friends, you know, getting jobs in banks, you know, and the fear is, ah, how will my own be? Now they've gotten jobs, they wear a tie, you know, corporate, and then you are the best in the class, and they say, what are you doing? I'm to be a pastor. I'm starting a church. Not, ah, you're just starting. The Lord be with you. But we started anyway. He will never mismanage your life. Whatever instruction the Lord will give you for the remainder of this year or for next year, dive into it. I pray that you will capture his leadings in Jesus' name. My pastor said something one day. He said, anytime God is leading you, that means he's leading you forward. <laughs> Somebody say forward. Say forward. I, I can't hear your forward talking. He led me forward. I was in Port Harcourt to speak last week. And as I entered the uh, land, I saw the billboard all over the place. Uh, my own name on the billboard all over. Now that's on the first, second, not even the third, not even the fourth. But every time I see that, I feel humbled. Large, all over. You turn here, you see the name, you see the conference. Wow. He leads forward. Jesus said at the Garden of Gethsemane, if it's your will, let this what? Go pass, but not my will. He leads forward. Willing obedience. If he asks you to give anything, you can never outgive God in this world. Even the one you are giving, he gave it to you in the first place. If he prompts in your heart to do a giving at any time or any, any step, God is asking you to do, please do it. It might look like a temporary setback, but it will launch you forward. That was what happened to Abraham. Get thee out of thy country, from thy kindred, unto a land I will show you. Abraham obeyed. That one is even easier. When they had their son, Isaac, one day God said, carry that your son, your only son, and come and sacrifice on Mount Moriah. And scripture says, Abraham rose up early in the morning. Early in the morning. That's willingness. If not, you'll be dragging. Early. And took Isaac. And they went. And they went. Three days journey. 
If you are not willing, after one day you say, I miss hard. And some people look at Abraham thinking Abraham was the only one that obeyed. What about Isaac? He was like 13 years. How many 13 year old here with their father carry them and he was going, where are we going daddy? We're going, we're going to sacrifice. Okay, thank you daddy. And then you get to the sacrifice. But Isaac now asks the father, this is the wood. This is the mountain. What about the sacrifice? He said, God shall provide. <laughs> okay. I'll walk at the distance. There will be social distancing. Me and him. <laughs> sacrifice. Especially when you hear that anything God tells your father, he will do. <laughs> I, I think that was why he didn't tell the mom. I, don't, I, I mean, it was not in the scriptures that he told the wife. Because if he had told the wife the night before, that God has spoken to me on that word, we sacrifice Isaac. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. Thank you. So when are you going? Tomorrow. Okay. Thank you. Where did they sleep? That place. Thank you. The way Rebecca called Jacob that day, that your father wants to bless his son. Eh? Sarah would have called Isaac. 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 How many times I call you? This is 10 p.m. If you want to still be alive by this time tomorrow, you move. Mommy, where? I said, you move. You're telling me where? Mommy, where? What happened? My, your, my, my husband said, God said, make he sacrifice you. <laughs> if I'm not sure, two of them will be uh, uh, in that house the next morning. Now, when they got to the mountain of sacrifice, the other testimonies, okay, now that we are down the mountain, where is the sacrifice? And then daddy now said, Isaac, I'm sorry. You are the sacrifice. <laughs> How many like that 13-year-old would their father be able to carry? God will just see Abraham appear in heaven as a sacrifice. How it happened, it happened to me. <laughs> because then they are struggling, you know, the, the way they do the sacrifice, they will struggle. He will just carry Baga, put fire on him, and God will be expecting Isaac. He will say, Abraham, did you get here? <laughs> We must credit Isaac. That's what they call him, child of promise. To surrender willingly. Can you, but eh? After they lay you on the thing, that was the next time, put fire on you. Fire! Fire, or not that uh, you'll be drinking something, wine. Fire! But that was what gave birth to a nation. That was what gave birth to Israel. When he leads... He leads forward. I declare that every of your deafness in the spirit be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. That whatever God will have you do concerning your lifestyle, concerning your, your destiny, that we break through, that we cause unending breakthrough, you will capture it in the name of Jesus Christ. What if I never got it clearly to start this church? I was to run to United Kingdom. UK. I had a friend to marry that time. I've said this several To marry her. And then I flee. Because it was uh, General Sani Abacha's regime. And everybody wanted to Japa. Was it Japa? I wanted to run away because family was not rich. You now have a girl you want to marry that is a UK citizen. Hasn't got buttered your bread? So I was to marry her and then go to UK to to now do the ministry, whichever way. But God never spoke to me about UK at that time. I can't pretend. Except you are speaking to yourself. But the economy was speaking to me. 
The family generation was speaking to me. Survival instinct was speaking to me. And God said, that is not your wife. I had it. March 26 of that year, I was kneeling down to pray. Around 12 midnight, I had it. I, I wouldn't look back to say, who is that? Say, that is not your wife. He said, I had it. And I was playing the fellowship tape. Living word fellowship that I was privileged to start in Oba Family University. Hmm? The tape, the praise and worship tape. Just, I, I've been enjoying worship like that. And she was the one leading worship. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Believe me, I mean, I can't lie to you. And I heard, though, that that person is your wife. I said, I abide in Jesus' name. I just continue praying. That person is your wife. Because the, the gap is wide. She's in, she's in Nigeria. In fact, with me, we are suffering together here. This one is in UK already, a citizen. <laughs> it took me one year. I, I wrestled with God. You want to suffer me? My daddy suffered. You want to suffer me again? <laughs> Glory to God. But I obeyed. And baby, I'm glad I obeyed. Glory to God. I'm glad I obeyed. I'm glad I obeyed. He leads forward. I pray the Holy Ghost will lead you. In your business, ideas that will turn your generation around, the Holy Ghost will drop it in your heart. And he will give you the grace to follow through in the name of Jesus. In your marital destiny, whatever it is that matters to your future, the Holy Ghost that is your helper will guide your steps in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not be confused. I said you will not be confused. You will understand what he's telling you to do. And I declare you will eat the good of the land. You will partake of the blessings of the land. You will not be devoured by the sword. Rise up on your feet. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.